0: The podcast for writers and all who are interested in books, literature and the printed word. Write On Audio is the weekly companion podcast of Writer Magazine and the Write On Suite of publications of Pen to Print. Subscribe by searching Pen to Print in your favourite podcast app to have new editions delivered to you each week. This is a Write On Audio Showcase. Showcase this month is selected and introduced by Thomas Nixon. Thomas is a writer from the north of England specialising in flash fiction storytelling. His work is regularly featured in Write-On magazine, while he has written scripts for several stories in Jay Sykes' Summer Story Showcase. Thomas regularly hosts creative writing sessions at the Homeside Writers' Club in Sunderland. Here's Thomas Nixon to introduce his showcase.
1: Literary passions and guilty pleasures aren't often thought of as part of the same sentence, but here at Pentaprint, we're doing things a little bit differently. Hi there, I'm Thomas Nixon and welcome to Write On Audio, where this week we're looking at a collection of stories and poems that seek to capture the imagination and provide a rather provocative insight into the passions and pleasures in life. Some celebrated, others taboo. And in that spirit, it would only make sense to begin with the latter. Chinese poet Hong Wei starts this week's collection with a poem that's both endearing Heartwarming and quite relatable for many of us over these last few years. Your Lord I'll feel yourself equally absorbed as we hear calling home.
2: The moment you walked into my room while I was calling home was the moment I dreaded the most. I was talking to my family in China through WeChat in very rusty mandarin. Hi Mum, hi Dad, hi sister. Hi Xiao Yu. hi Beiling. Yu is my niece and Baling is a white fluffy Samoyed. How are you? How is everyone? How is the lockdown situation at home? Have you eaten? What have you eaten? What else have you eaten? No, I haven't had dinner because I've just got up. No, I don't need to wear more clothes because it's summer here. Yes, I'm fine. Everything's fine. Please don't worry about me. Yes, the Covid figures are rising, but I'm safe and staying at home. I didn't tell them I recently caught Covid and still felt weak. Or about the hate crime incident I'd experienced recently. Or about my stress at work. Or about how or what you were doing. I didn't mention your name. Nor did they ask about you. They may or may not know I'm gay. They may or may not know we're married. We simply don't talk about it. I was nervous while you were standing there listening, as if you understood Mandarin, because I was afraid to show my other self to you, a strange person you don't quite understand, a strange person even I don't quite understand. I was also worried that you might find out about the sheer banality of my family conversation, its lack of variety, creativity, depth and strong emotions, a ritual recurring every weekend, lasting half an hour. Can my family accept who I am and who we are? Can you accept who I am and what my family is like? Hongwei 2023.
1: On the topic of long distance relationships, our next story explores that very notion. Marrying a cathartic blend of humour and an imminent threat to world peace, we explore the idea of loneliness when close to others and meet Bradley, who has been tasked with watching a man whose name he does not know. I whose purpose for me is a mystery.
2: Terry worked feverishly, shuffling from one bookcase to another and tapping manically at his laptop, trying to find the answer to a question only he seemed to pose. Of course, it's unlikely his name was Terry. It was just something Bradley gave to pass the time. Staring from the sniper's scope, his crosshair danced around the man's skull when the voice in his ear spoke. Execute, they commanded. Bradley focused his aim, hugged the trigger. Then he stopped. He and Terry were practically best mates by now. He couldn't do it. Inside, Vasily entered the detonation codes. His work was complete.
1: While the word guilt on its own brings to mind rather unfortunate machinations of our own actions, guilty pleasures can be quite the opposite. Our next story aims to bridge the gap between the two, as we dive into our next poem, uniquely titled, Once Upon a Time, A Girl Was Foolish.
3: Am I of no significance? Your fingers brushed along my neck as your lips embraced mine. The soft lo-fi in the background of your pickup truck set the mood and I felt what it was like to be cared about. (laughs) I'm a victim of whiplash. I'm a victim of advantage because if you didn't mean it, why did you do it? Why did you play your way to the gates of the castle and only when you were safely inside my walls, you abandoned me? You left me to rot. You moved on because my castle wasn't near big enough. My castle wasn't near grand enough. My castle wasn't anything compared to her castle. And I can honestly see what you're doing. I can't believe I fell for your hideous lies. This isn't what I signed up for. This isn't what I agreed to. This wasn't what I pictured when I allowed your and my souls to embrace. My castle is now crumbling because I left it in your care. And after being left for dead, the walls are covered in thorns. The moat is dried up and the fireplaces sit, cold and empty. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And shame on the stupid Castle Baron.
1: To finish our session together, I've chosen a simple piece, but don't let that description take anything away from its beauty and profound sentiment, as writer Elena hickman it encapsulates so many of our thoughts into so few words. Sit back and enjoy as we listen to Within.
3: Hold a rosebud in your hand and put it in your pocket. That's a friend who understands, cherished in a locket. From the seeds from which it grew, it's a friend whose sun shines through where the skies be gloomy, clear. Roses bloom when a friend is near, even far in life's bouquet. A friend is never far away.
1: It's been a privilege to host this session of Write On Audio with you all, and I hope you've been enthralled with this week's stories as much as I have. That's all from me for now. I've been Thomas Nixon, and I'll see you all next time.
2: And now we have a bonus piece. From Thomas Nixon's Write On Digital Showcase, this is A Doctor's Secret by Sam Shakes. I can't
4: bear this anymore. I can't bear this anymore. I can't bear this anymore. (gasps) 10 years, 10 years of studying allopathic medicine and practicing for four. They wanted me to be a doctor. They wanted to tell their friends and family that their only son was a doctor. Holidays, clothes, toys, I had them all, and the best education. They gave me everything, everything but freedom. They made all the decisions, what we did on holidays, what clothes I wore, what toys I played with, and what subjects I was to like at school. You like science, maths, and biology, Ravi. These are good subjects to like. He said. You will be a doctor, a medic, like myself and your mother. She's a pharmacist and me a surgeon. We're medical people and we save lives, he said. He's been accepted to the best UK university. Yes, yes, Ravi is going to study medicine in the UK. She boasted to her sister over the phone. Ah, we hear Ravi is going to study medicine in the UK. You must be so proud of him, the uncle said. Proud? I expect nothing less from him. I near on sacrificed my life for him, giving him everything and the best. And I expect the best grades from him, he said. They wanted me to be a doctor. They wanted to tell their friends, colleagues and the family that their son was a doctor. I didn't want to be a doctor. Why didn't you just say, no, I'm not studying medicine. I don't want to be a doctor. I should have told them I didn't want to be a doctor then I wouldn't have asked my cousin to do that. I wouldn't have asked him. I shouldn't have asked him. But it wasn't my fault. No, no, they made me do it. I wouldn't have if they didn't bully me. Still, I had a choice. I didn't have to ask him to do that. But he could have said no. He had no morals. But then I had no morals. He did it for money. I did it for the love of my parents. We were both wrong. Ravi, stop. You sometimes save lives. So you're a doctor. Yes, Ravi. You sometimes save lives. So you are a doctor. Still, I wish I hadn't done it. I wish I hadn't asked him to do that. But it wasn't my fault. Stop blaming yourself, Ravi. If only they didn't browbeat me to do what they wanted me to do. But you did it, Ravi, not them. You made the decision to ask him, a stupid one. But it wasn't my fault. They should have allowed me to make my own decisions when growing up. Then I wouldn't have made such a stupid one. I'm a stupid man. (sighs) A very, very stupid man. If only they knew what I'd done. If anybody knew what I'd done. I'd be finished as a son, as family, as a friend, and as a colleague. And if I truly admitted to myself what I had done, my spirit would die and I'd have nothing to live for.
0: Thank you to Thomas Nixon for selecting our September showcase. The readers were Chris Gregory and Sally Walker-Taylor. We'll post links so you can find out more about Thomas and his work and the pieces featured in this showcase in our show notes. We're always delighted to read your contributions, so if you'd like to see your words in Write On or hear them on this podcast, please get in touch. We'll share this link and all others mentioned in today's podcast as part of our show notes. I've been Tiffany Clare, and you've been listening to Write On Audio. Write On Audio is produced by Chris Gregory and it's an Alternative Stories production for Pen to Print. This podcast is supported using public funding by Arts Council England.